Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. It's the only Arsenal podcast that counts. By Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus. We have loads to cover today. The Europa League, Southampton on Sunday, the under-23 smashing Spurs... Arsenal Women's WSL continue, plus they have got a League Cup final, or the Conti Cup final, on Sunday. And we have loads of questions from uh, listeners, so we really do hope you enjoy the show. Remember, this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. Good evening, boys. I'm joined today by Johnny. Uh, Johnny has come back from, well... A very, very interesting trip to uh, Minsk with Trev. Uh, Trev is not with us today because uh, I think they've had a falling out. Um, I'm joined by uh, Scunny Baby. I found out that Scunny Baby is actually the um, the nickname for Scunthorpe United's version of Gunnosaurus. So you're now Scunny Baby from now on. It's a Scunny Bunny. Scunny Bunny. Ah, right, okay. I was, oh my I was watching days. the chat. I was watching the chase earlier, Scunny Bunny. Scunny Bunny, Scunny Baby. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> hey, listen, I fuck everything up. What do, what do you expect? And uh, we're, we're joined by Manny, but Manny might be falling asleep. He's on his first night shift ever. So he's... he's oh, didn't. Oh, bless. I've done it before. But well, why are you moaning so much for then? Yeah, because it's been a while since I've done it. Shut up, leave me alone. Oh, okay. Oh, I hated night shifts. No, it's not that bad. You don't have to deal with people. I'm all right with people. Well, mm, some, people. Sure. some people. Some mm. people. So, come on, Johnny. Spill, spill the goods. Johnny uh, the, from the, the love camp. <laughs> yeah, Johnny from the love camp. <laughs> there, was no, there was no love in, in, in mm. Minsk. We were not loving our time in Minsk. I heard you had a very late night on the, uh, on the first night, and Trev wasn't feeling his best the following day. Yeah, he may, he may have had a few more beers than me, uh, and ashamedly, I will, I will call him out on this. Actually, it, we was in the in the casino next to the hotel. Yeah, that's the name of the strip bar, isn't it? The casino. Yeah, the casino. Yeah, and uh, he he was talking to a fella and his mate for a good you know, hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and uh, I refused to tell him who it was, and then I, I made my excuses and went to bed, uh, and he stayed in the bar and ended up going drinking with these two people in the bar next door and singing karaoke, and I, then I told him the next morning that it was DT and his best mate. <laughs> oh my Blood farting! <laughs> oh dear. Wait, wait are, you, are you serious? I'm being completely serious. He had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh, say. I was going to say. I saw everyone. I didn't see everyone. I saw most of them at uh, Huddersfield. We had that tie in front of us when yeah. we went to Huddersfield. God, the looks he gave this lad when he said, "Oh, it'll be your shit," and all oh, the daggers he got from this guy. Yeah. In, in fairness, I've met DT a couple of times, and bar some of the stuff he comes, I don't like his tactics, and I don't like what he does. But he he knows his football, he knows his Arsenal, and he was a polite, nice fella, as was. Uh, troops, uh, they're both nice, polite guys. Tie is a tool. Uh, yeah. The one thing that made me laugh about this tie is he had odd, odd gloves on. <laughs> both, both, yeah, you know the red Arsenal gloves that we got in the uh, packages yeah. that you get as members? Yeah. He had one of them on, and then another red one, but with a bigger badge on it, and it looked, it, oh, I'll tell you, it looked stupid. A different shade he of tries red. To wear, as wear as much of the club shop as possible. Yeah, yeah he had the Arsenal headphones on as well. The, the, I tell you what, the most interesting thing in Minsk was after that first night, uh, DT's little ginger friend was basically uh, every time there was a, that we bumped into each other around, he would say, "Oh yeah, come on, come boys, come come sit with us and all that." And then now that Trev knew who they were, he was like, "No, we're not going to sit with them, are we?" I was like, "No, are we fuck." Um, yeah, you, you, you've um, had a few run-ins with DT over the time, haven't you? Uh, yeah, but he didn't. It doesn't register anymore. It's like uh, I can't. I don't like his, like you. I don't like his tactics. I, I had a, a polite chat as 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 man brought up in Inglewood um, about it about stuff in football in general when we was in the bar. Very polite. 
but nothing more than that. I refused to shake his hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, even when we was in Minsk, it, uh, we went to get some lunch, me and Trev, and uh, we found ourselves at KFC of all places because it was the only place we could. Not Burger King. Not Burger King. KFC. Burger King apparently is the place to be. It's the place of champions. Well, it's not. Yeah. Well, this one has automated machines which are in English, so we managed to order food without having to learn any Belarusian. Um, and all and, gone. And 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 nobody went missing. Uh, what do you mean? Well, Ozil missed his hundredth game for Arsenal. Oh Jesus Christ! It's his hundredth yeah. game. In five, was it five years? He's missed a hundred games, and he's not even had a, a major injury in that time. It's twenty games a season on average, then, isn't it? Well, well, well he gets saying. his maths right. We know that he can't get his English, but he gets his maths. Can't get any uh, names mate, right. I, I, I'm in finance. Right. I get my maths right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one would I, hope I, so. Yeah, one would hope so. One would hope so. Um, and we have had twenty-eight changes in defence. Um, since Emery started. Still got a bloody defender, can we? Nope. It doesn't make a blind bit of difference who plays back there. It's always a shambles. Bate Borisov. There you go. Yeah. There you go, not Bate They are 30, <laughs> 13 times... I will put in the Borisov later. Um, they, they're 13-time league winners. Uh, they gave Chelsea a good, uh, tough game. The... the, the um, uh, last season was it? Last season, Ch- Chelsea. Had, yeah, we had them the season before, and Kleb, um stayed on for one more season because they're actually in their closed season at the moment. They hadn't played for nine weeks. Um, yeah, they're in their pre-season now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Kleb stayed on that extra season so he could face the Arsenal at the Emirates. Wonder what welcome he'll get. I think we should get a, a decent enough welcome. He didn't exactly protest to get his move to Barcelona, did he? So. Mm. He didn't protest, but he type of implied that he was better than Arsenal, and he went to he went to Barcelona. Ended up being on the bench. Well, so did a lot of the the shit that we sold him. Yeah, that's true. Thirty seven years of age, twenty one years as a uh, twenty one seasons as a professional footballer. Well, that's... he showed some class at the game. He came over to the away fans and clapped us and stuff. So, you know, I got I've got time for the fellas. Just because he, he showed a bit, it was oh, he tore up so badly. It was almost, it was almost as if they'd brought in. You know, Barte actually stands uh, stands roughly for uh, tractor manufacturing. They're a tractor factory team. They're yes. literally a bunch of farmers. Jesus, they're, 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 they're like Wolfsburg, which are the VW um, factory team in in Germany. <sighs> No, no. That, but on, on the subject of the pitch, though, shouldn't there be a standard? I know Man United years back had a, a pitch full of sand and shit like that uh, for some cup games, but there should be a standard of a pitch that you can play on. There is, there is a standard, but as long as they meet that at the beginning of the match and it doesn't degrade too much, then it's all right. I mean, it's not exactly Sunday league standard. It was better no. than that. Me and me and Trev before the game, we had a walk around uh, Minsk, and we went to Dynamo uh, Minsk Stadium, which is really nice. Um, it was completely, completely under a foot of snow. So, in order to get the Borisov pitch to that standard, they must have had a hard time of it because it yeah, would have been under and, snow and not playing for 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 nine games. So. Exactly. As I said, they've won uh, the season. They won their uh, league for thirteen successive seasons, so they are the 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 Man United, the Man City of, of Belarusian football. They've not played a group, uh, not played since the group stage of the Europa League, since the domestic ca- uh, campaign ended in December, when they beat Dynamo Minsk in the last uh, to, uh, to win the league on goal difference. The last time these two teams faced uh, each other was in the group stages at last season's Europa League, and the Gunners beat. Um, Bate Borisov, 6-0 at the Emirates, 4-2 in uh, Minsk, uh, an aggregate of 10-2. Uh, the last time we had an aggregate of 10-2, uh, it was against us with Bayern Munich. Um, that's not a good memory, is it? The Belarusian side have lost all three of their previous home games uh, 
to English clubs in a European competition and they've never got past the round of 32 in the Europa League. They got knocked out in 2010-2011 uh, by Paris Saint-Germain and in 2012 and 2013 by Fenerbahce. So as we said, in the lineups, no Ozil. Despite, and, and I did say to the guys before we started this, I didn't want this to be an Ozil bashel, bashing, an Ozil topic. It's, it's Arsenal Football Club, not Ozil uh, Football Club, not like Arsenal Football Club or whatever in the past. But just for this beginning bit, we will have a slight discussion about it. He went on Twitter, even though he wasn't selected, he went on Twitter and declared himself fit. I, uh, I, Johnny, you asked, tagged me on something on, on, on Twitter and said, what should we do about it? And I, I basically said... Oh, no, that was the Lacazette uh, red card. Um, I said uh, to somebody, if Ozil has declared himself fit and the manager's not willing to bring him to the game and the board are obviously backing the manager, they're fucked up. They should have got rid of him in January. Yeah, but who would have bought him in January? That's the problem. It's all well and good having the intention to sell him, but if there's no buyers, then you're stuck with him, you know? I know there was rumours to try and loan him in January, weren't there, for the two years that he was there and willing to pay half, but again, they're just rumours. Why not just pay his wages up and just fuck him off? Yeah, but wouldn't that put us in more trouble? No, would it? Because it's the wage structure, the wages that stopped us being able to... Um, to to bring in players, it wasn't the cash in the bank. It was it was. Remember what we said about the sustainable, yeah. uh, controllable costs. Mm-hmm. That's wages versus revenue. So we could have fucked him off. Just pay, pay paid him uh, a severance fee. Oh, I don't know about all that. Um, to be fair, it, it would it would just be easier to to get him off the wage bill without having to pay him anything, you know. Which I, I understand that part. Um, in terms of um, you know the tweet for me, the, you know the timing of it, you know was was off. Um, it's just another PR stunt where he's playing the victim. You know, it's all well and good saying that you support the club, but your actions are completely different. You know, you don't you don't do anything. You know, in my opinion, anyway. And if you were in a panel of, you know, people like David Rowcastle, Ian Wright, Dennis Burkamp, if they were to say there are Arsenal fans, you would believe him. Ozil's full of shit. So, whatever. Mm. And uh, just before we move on to the actual game itself, MRI, uh, Unai Emery's uh, basically called him out uh, this evening and put a statement up basically saying he's improved in training and he needs to turn up for training and that sort of stuff. Um, good on Emery, that's what I say. Yeah, I think that he's he's finally, you know, sort of put it to bed somewhat. He's just like, well, be consistent in training, stop being so flaky, and you will play. It's, it's that simple, so people can now relax. If Ozo's not in the team, you know why. What did you make of the rest of the lineup, guys? Mike? Me? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, I fell asleep halfway through the game. The, yeah, but not the lineup. What the lineup? <laughs> lineup. Uh, well, it was to be expected, wasn't it? To be fair, it was. It was. I thought it was going to be a strong lineup, but I wasn't expecting what I was, ex- I was expecting to watch. If I'm being honest, it was well, too defensive. Far, far too defensive. You think? How can you say that? There was shit defending. Well, like, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was too defensive. I just I, think it. You know, it I just no. Sorry, it was unbalanced, but no, it wasn't too defensive. Well, we should have played four at, four at the back. Uh, and actually mm. look outside of an attacking threat other than having Kolasinac uh, on the overlap. Maybe. But that's it. That, but the, Kolas- uh, the, the, the overlap with uh, Kolasinac seems to be the only thing that's type of working properly at the minute um, for, um, for Arsenal. And he seems to have decided that he's always going to play a three at the back when he's away. Uh, it no. works attacking, yes. Uh, defending, no. Because uh, he doesn't get, he doesn't cover where he needs to be covered, and he doesn't seem to get back as quick as what he could probably do. Uh, so that, you know, I mean, with him running, yes, attacking it does work because he helps out in attacking. But I think with the defending side of it, no, it doesn't seem to work at all. Cause Cause he, leaves, he leaves that right hand side, uh, left hand side. You know what I mean? All the time, and it's it's always open. At, at the root of it, we are compromising the balance of the team. To accommodate the only player that we're actually getting any any kind of attacking uh, assistance from, that that's the way I look at it. At the beginning of the season, we was playing for uh, um, a much better system that we was. Well, we, much we could better. we could play four at the back more because we had uh, Bellerin, 
Um, yeah. We've we've got either Maitland Niles or you got Listeiner. Um, obviously, we all know that uh, Klasniak isn't fantastic defensively, but he is good offensively and he can make the ball travel up the pitch and he can put a decent cross in. Like Mkhitaryan uh, came close in, in 90 seconds, uh, you know, and, and I think that came from uh, a Klasniak cross. Yes, it did. Um, but we we should have done better with the chances that we got. Um, what about Lacazette? Lacazette? Lacazette's header. Me and, me, me and Trevor had the same question of each other. Like, How the fuck did he miss that? It was harder to miss than than than, than score. But their yep. goalkeeper did pull off a really good save uh, against Mkhitaryan. It was yes, less. It was less of a less of a, a chance missed than a, it was more of a, a good save. And uh, Iwobi, he had a he had a chance. What did you make of Iwobi in the game? He comes into a lot of criticism. I don't think he did too badly. He's not. Uh, he wasn't as predictable in this game as he usually is. He just turns, does his little turn back thing that he does, where he turns away from the goal and does a does a three sixty. Um, and, and did you guys think that the? The team that we, we came out and we looked strong. First 15, 20 minutes, we looked strong. Um, I was wooing my wife at that moment. And that's not a, a euphemism. Uh, I, it was Valentine's night, as we know, as you know, Johnny. Um, and um, uh, we, we were having dinner because I'd run late with work. So we were having dinner. So I had the telly on uh, really, really low and had some music on. We we're having dinner. Um, and for the first 20, 25 minutes, I thought, oh, this is going to be all right. She said, oh, God, what's the end of the football and we'll sit down afterwards. I said, okay. Uh, well, I, I came up and I saw just before half time. Uh, I think I got in about, sit in my office about, about 30 minutes in. Um, and we started to look a bit ragged around the edge and look at, like devoid of ideas. And uh, uh, Borisov seemed to, to start grow into the game at that point. We had a half hour good and then you couldn't see the difference between the golf in, in, in teams? It was poor. It, it was so poor. I mean, when you said they were going into the game, you know, they were attacking our left-hand side because, again, you know, Kalasana being caught upfield and not having the fitness to, you know, to come back and to sort of, you know, help Montreal. That didn't help, you know, because, again, it left Montreal exposed and it had the... I wouldn't say he's tricky. He just had a bit of pace about him. And, you know, he was getting behind a couple of times. Um, and, again, it, it was just a poor performance all around. First and second half, bar the first 20 minutes. It was a, one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. Worse oh, than Huddersfield? Worse than Huddersfield. Without a shadow of a doubt. It was horrible watching Huddersfield because I went... In the second half of Huddersfield, it was, oh, God, it was so bad. But then well, when it, I watched that on TV, you know, because I didn't go to Barté game. I watched it on TV, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is even worse. And, yeah, you're right, it was worse than Huddersfield. Well, I, I, I said to the guys on the on the last podcast, I fell asleep in uh, the second half of the Huddersfield game because uh, it was just so dire. Uh, and if I'm honest... With a, a nice steak and a glass of wine in my belly, <laughs> I've done the same thing in the second half of of this game. I have since looked back at the highlights or lowlights and 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 so on, and and read up some on the game. Um, they got a goal just before half time from is this st- st- how do you say Staza? Don't bother. Yeah, just leave it's, it. Just well, say dra- one of the farmers scored. Yeah, <laughs> Dragon nodded home. Igor Stasevich. Free kick. There we go. Just before half time. How'd you pronounce him? He's the captain. I know he's the captain. Don't anyway. ask us how to pronounce it. Fuck's sake, you guys are taking the piss out of me. Have a go. So it was 1 0 half time. Lacazette had a goal disallowed early in the second half and he was sent off um, uh, as Arsenal slumped to a disappointing first leg defeat against Bar- uh, um, Borisov in the Europa League last 32. <coughs> Arsenal had just managed four shots on target despite enjoying nearly 77% of possession. Um, firstly, what did you uh, make of the disallowed goal? And secondly, what did you make of the um, of the uh, the red card? Both were fair. 
um, I think it was offside. Um, I can't even, I can't fully remember. But the um, the red card was just stupid. You know, he was frustrated. You know, throughout the game, I can understand. You know why he wanted to do that. I mean, if you've played football, if you played sports, when somebody is grabbing onto you like that, you really just want to shrug them off. So I understand that. But you got to show a bit more restraint and control. And it was stupid. You know, so they were chop- complaining. They were chopping at him all the time, weren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can understand his frustration, but you show a bit of control, show a bit of restraint. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've dealt with worse, you know. So I, yes, I think he just lost his head. It was the fr- I think it was the culmination of the frustration of being hacked almost constantly through the game, plus us being so poor and being behind in the eighty something minute, and it, it, it's just boiled over. It happens to the best of us. I was going to say the same. It's, I think it's due to both being hacked away and being grabbed and as well as just being so frustrated being up front, uh, being up front on your own and not really getting anything. It can be, I, would, I would say it was definitely frustration. I'd be mm. frustrated. So he misses, he misses the, um, the game tomorrow night. Um, yes. So what, who, who do you play in, in his place? Do you, do you give Eddie a run out? Well, Jumberg's come out and said that Eddie's ready. Give Eddie a go. So I think Jumberg said, "Put the kids out. <laughs> Just put he the said, lot out." I don't blame he said, him put either. The kids out in the first leg. He yeah, said, he did. Yeah, which I I, I was all for. Yeah, in so. fairness, I, I was I, I was up in the Ipswich area t- today, and I, I bumped into a guy that I do business with, and he's a Norwich City fan. And I was saying to him, I "said You're doing really well." He said, "He said, yeah. he said um, who's your who's your um, uh, manager?" And it's is it Farker, the German guy? And I said, "Oh yeah, he's, he's, these German managers are doing quite well at the minute." And uh, he came along and said, "Well, he nearly got sacked." He said, six games in, he said, "We're like two or three points off the bottom of the league." He said, and then we played an FA Cup game against Cardiff. He said, but all the kids out, and we're not Cardiff out of the cup. He said, and he has kept the kids playing since because they want to fucking play football. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I understand where Freddie's coming from. Yeah, they have a bit more about them. They have a bit more hunger. You know mm. what I mean? They want to come on and improve themselves. But I just think this in this game, unless we have it sewn up, you know, by half time or by 60 minutes, then he, he's not going to get a start, you know. There's a stat that I've got here. Arsenal are just the second team to suffer defeat against opponents from Belarus uh, in the European competitions. Everton, uh, in December 2009, lost to Bate 1-0. Did Chelsea uh, lose to them as well? No, not in Europe. I think they might have lost at Stamford Bridge or something. I know they played out there and and they they, they had a tough game. I think it was 2-1 out there. I've not looked it up, but I know they had a tough game out there. Okay. Hmm. And Arsenal, just so we know how important Thursday is, or tomorrow night is, Arsenal have been eliminated from each of their past six two-legged European ties competitions when losing the first league. Um, the last tie they managed to reverse was against FC Porto in the Champions League in 2009-2010, finishing 6-2 on aggregate. That's awful. We've kept two clean sheets. We've kept two clean sheets in the past 14 games in all competitions. Uh, The last one away from home coming at the start of January in the 3-0 win against Blackpool. Blackpool, for fuck's sake. It's terrible. Um, But honestly, if we do not turn that result around tomorrow, I can't even imagine, you know, the, the... the abuse and then you know the meltdown that the fan base will have so these boys better turn up yep. you know i want to see a performance i want to see the, i want to see Barte get strangled you know it, it like the cougar you know that apparently some guy strangled a cougar to death that's what i want to see i want to see arsenal go out there and really go at them and bury them no other result and no other performance will satisfy me Simple as that. Yeah, I oh, think I think yeah. the last tie we had against them, oh, we had a worse team. By I would clearly say it was a worse team that we put out. And over the two legs, we scored ten goals. If we don't, if we don't put at least four past them tomorrow, I am going to be pissed. Wenger always put out his B side, his kids, and everything else in the Europa League, and he done a blend of 
some first team and, and lots of kids. And yeah, it was a, a B team that we played these with, uh, with Wenger before. And as you say, Johnny, we scored 10 goals. We shouldn't have conceded the two that we did. There were stupid laps of concentration after being 3 nil up. And then I think we went 3 1. F- Three two four two. I think it ended up being, um, but it, it, you know, I, I, I don't know what's missing with the team that we've got now compared to the team, the the, the lesser team that we got uh, with Wenger there before. No, I don't either, to be honest. But I'm not accepting any excuses. I'm not accepting anything. I want to see Arsenal go for the juggler. It's just just that simple. We've done it. You know, we did it to Fulham. Um, we did it to the scum to some extent. So it's there. You know, Barte, they are an inferior opponent. Yes, I'll, I'll put it out there. They're inferior. So if we don't slap them up, I'm going to be pissed. I'm not accepting 2-0. I want to see three goals or above. It's that simple. Well, we I, I can see us conceding a goal. Can you? I can always see us uh, conceding a goal. Always. So, conceding a goal means that we need to score three goals. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll jump ahead to my prediction. I predict 3-1. A fucking nervy game. 3-1. Okay. 4-1. We're going to concede. We always do. We'll concede some, some strange, stupid, deflected goal or something. 4-1. Manny's gone four one. Uh, Mike, you can do guests. Oh no, Mike, you do Mike. Oh god, uh, I'm going to say it's going to be two one, and I think it's going to go over. No, two one doesn't go over. We go out. Oh we do, uh, no, no, we don't. It wasn't an away goal, was it? It was. Uh, they'll have scored one. They would have scored one. Oh yeah, if they'd go out. Oh shit. Uh, mm. uh, I've, I've typed it in the box now. Uh oh. Yeah. Fuck it. Go on. You predicted us to go out. Yeah, it just cause just for the last two games, I just can't. If they don't like Manisters, if they don't turn up, then that's it. We don't deserve to go through if they don't turn up. Mm, true. I hate to be the bearer of bad news on this, but we don't. I hope you're not the bearer. Of bad I hope. News. I, I hope. No, I, I hope, hope you're I'm wrong. wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I do. I really do. No, but I'm, I think we'll make it. I think we'll make it difficult. Yeah, mm. I can see that, Johnny. I'm going three one. Okay, fine. Uh, Mark Porter, uh, actually, just finish it up on on this game as such because I don't think there's very much more we can talk. We combine the two games, the preview and the and the review together because they're both the same team. He says against a pretty poor side, goals needed. Is it now time to abandon the back five uh, and uh, and three defensive midfielders? Damn right he is. Yep. But he will go four at the back. He'll go four at the back at home. He goes three at the back away from home. It will be four and two. Yeah, okay. But if I see, you know, three at the back and like the two, two, three defensive midfielders, I'm going to lose it. Like, we need to go, like I said, we need to go for the juggler. Like, I'm, I'm no fucking about Emery. None of them. Yeah. I, I really do think we're going to end up playing four, two, three, one. Uh, and just having a Bamiang up front on his own. That's that's how I think it's going to roll. Who's the three behind a Bamiang? Mkhitaryan, Ramsey, and possibly Ozil. Is Ramsey fit again? I've not checked the injuries. He is, yeah. He is training. Or if if, um, Ozil doesn't start, it'll be Iwobi. But Mkhitaryan will start, unless he's injured. Yeah. And which is more important... Uh, the Borisov game or the game we've got on Sunday at 2 o'clock against Southampton? Borisov. Borisov. Yeah, We're only one point off top four. But it, we need to send a message tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We need to remind everybody that we're not the fucking embarrassment that we showed that we possibly could be on Thursday. Yeah, wasting yeah. my fucking time. I feel, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I feel like that meme... That they put up, uh, you know, of the uh, of the Cray movie, where he walks into the into the bar and uh, he's expecting a fight, and he walks in and says, "Wasting my fucking time! I oh, wanted yeah, a, a, a sh- I wanted a shootout, like a Western. Yeah. That's what. Shootout. Oh, legends. Yeah. yeah, legends. Yeah, fucking That's embarrassing. What, <laughs> <laughs> fucking embarrassment. That's what I felt like. 
I've been, yeah. I, I worked out. I, I, I dropped over a thousand pounds for that three-day trip. Uh, worst in lost wages and flights and all that kind of shit. And I felt like a complete and utter Stefan sitting on that coach, watching all the Borisov celebrating as they went, and we was held back in the coaches, and they was all oh, celebrating. And I felt like I right Stefan sitting there. God, you wanted oh. the Huddersfield game when they scored their goal at the last minute. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you, apparently that they gave it to the Huddersfield player. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, don't know if they give it to. I, I thought it was an own goal still, but so God, they. that stadium absolutely erupted, and I mean erupted, and it was all because all they were singing is "We scored a goal," and that was it. It, just it was erupted. officially officially it was an own goal, though, wasn't it? Yeah, as far as I was aware, it was an own goal. I didn't know if they'd give it. To, I don't know. I didn't know if they'd give it to the Huddersfield player. But Christ, did that stadium somewhere. erupt? <laughs> you blame them though. It had to be us, you know. It, it yeah, had yeah. to be us. It's always us. It's either you know goalkeepers have an amazing game at the Emirates, or a debutant will come on and score a goal, or a team that's struggling. We 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 give them that. We give them a goal, or we we make them win. You know, it's just it's always us. It's just, it's annoying. Do we have um? God, sorry. I was, was going to say it's a bit like Balotelli's T-shirt all those years back. Why always, always me? me. It's, it's true. Always us. It's true. All the time. I remember Rooney when he made his debut. Man, I was pissed that day. <laughs> I, I was. Oh, I haven't. I haven't been able to let that one go because they keep showing that goal. Yeah, it is a wonderful goal. Oh fuck off! Fergus. The one I get. To, <laughs> the one I get to seen is the fucking Ryan Giggs goal. Oh, that's the one I'm God. sick of fucking seeing. Uh, I, I, I was with Rory in the Brownswood Tavern, uh, just. Uh, off green lanes and uh, as you know Rory's a Man United fan and it was a, the replay on a Wednesday night or whatever oh fucking hell oh that was horrendous horrendous I've great game one, great I've game got one that can top that Danny Rose's goal in the North London derby every time <laughs> they show that fucking goal it's the only goal he's scored I think in his whole stinking career the old even worse show. Bentley's goal oh, oh. hey we, we need to do score predictions for Southampton, and then I've got something to cheer us up okay. on, the, on that note. Score predictions for Southampton. I'm going to say 2-1 on behalf of the mics to Arsenal. Uh, let me put that in. Because I can't see us not conceding. 2-1. 3-1 <laughs> <laughs> for me. It's 3-2 Th- for me. 3-2... I'm going to go two 0 The strain that you're putting on uh, repeating that, and it sounds like you're having a shit. What's that? It sounds like you're having a shit. The way you're straining those words. Is that, <laughs> three one. <laughs> Dropping the kids off at the pool. That's like what it a, sounds like. It's like a flock of seagulls. <laughs> Oh, oh, a bit dash. <laughs> right, okay. So we, we've obviously this let is the tone lower. The uh, we, you know why that is? Because we're about to talk about Tottenham. Oh, for fuck's sake. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Because oh. Mike Hardiman uh, reminds me to give a mention to the young gunners, the under-23s, and the fact that they fucked them over 4-0 last weekend. Goal scorers were Joe Willock, he got two. Eddie Nketiah, he got one. And Charlie Gilmore... Um, got a penalty as well. So, well done, boys, and fuck off, you Spurs. Oh, I, I think, it. going on what you just said there about Joe Willock, if anyone deserves his chance in the first team, it's him, for me. Yes. Oh, preach, preach, preach. If get anyone deserves it, it's him. Yeah. Always hating on El Nini. El Nini is well, shit. We say shit. We were saying about squad players and that. You were saying it in the, uh, the, the last podcast about squad players and El Nene being that squad player. If you got rid of El Nene, you've got Joe Willock sat waiting there to be, to come in to be that squad player for the midfield. I think he'd do a better job than El Nene. El Nene's terrible, man. Well, well, he's, not terrible. Well. he's not he's terrible. terrible. He's, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. He was. He's we could have, we could have had an extra goal at Huddersfield if it weren't for fucking El Nene getting in Lacazette's way. And we were sat there near the goal and we was watching it. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like he's he's a default player, okay. All he does is run around and pass the ball sideways. With Willock, you get a bit more, you know, youthful exuberance. 
you get a goal for it. I think he scored 11 goals in, in total, three for the first team, more than El Nenny. I mean, come on, like, bin him and give the young guy a chance. I really want him to get his chance. And would he you play it. He would you play it. Eddie? Who who would you who would you, if you were to bring in? Mm. You say Joe Willock as what position would you put Willock in? He's a centre mid in TR. He could play attacking mid as well. So mixing yeah. between the two. If you played on. our be, our best performances this season have been four two three one. Would you mm-hmm. agree with me there? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So when did we play four that, two three one? Yeah. Was it so the start if, of the season? Yeah. When we lost the two games. No, I'm talking about the twenty game run uh, after that. Did we do four two three one? I think it yeah, was, that was more of a five, wasn't it? At the no, back. but a lot of it was four two three one. Yeah. So if you take that as a, as a template, right? Where would you play him in that in the tactic? I would play him um, behind a striker. Or is it um, no, like, as a number ten? Number, number eight as or it, number ten? I'd say more of a number eight because I think he's got you know the stamina to go you know from box to box. Um, I would play him in the in the Zaka role. Ooh, wouldn't that limit him a bit? Considering if you, that yeah, if, you fall, if you're in the four-two-three-one, I would definitely put. I'd get rid of Xhaka and put him in there yeah. because, like manager said, he's got the energy and the pace and everything to get up and down the pitch. And I think he'd be play better there, and he'd play better with someone as a defensive mid- midfielder like Torreira. Okay, so that's that's Willock taken care of. If if we look at Inketia, uh, Inketia. Uh, or Saka, who would you pick first or foremost? Both of them will go on loan for me. But they're not going to go on loan now until the end of the season. So if oh, they were to give it an now? opportunity to play, even tomorrow night, <coughs> or, you know, which which one of them would you play? Ooh. I'd want width, so I'd probably go for Zaka. Uh, Saka was brilliant when he came on in that game, though. The game yeah, that he, he played, uh, it I, was he was brilliant. Thought, he had the width, and I think that's what we're definitely missing. If you yeah. watch the games that we're playing recently, there's nothing in between the forwards and the defensive mids. There's nothing in there, not so, out wide, not in the middle, nothing, and it's really frustrating to watch. So, would you maybe forfeit a Wobi because they try to push him wide and everything else, and and play Saka instead? Yes. Yes. And I think Saka's, you know, a natural left footer as well. So left footer, left wing, why the fuck not? And he scored uh, four goals in sixteen matches in uh, in in the what is it there? What did they call it? Premier League two. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Whatever. Yeah, good young player, man. Young. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Charlie Gilmore. I've only seen once or twice. He made his debut this season in the, for the first team in the Europa League early on, didn't he? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't know very much about him. I know he's. He's, he's Scottish. Is he Scottish, lad? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, um, listen, it, Freddie has got a has got a point. There is academy players that could be brought in to give us a bit more depth. Um, yeah, but uh, on more positive notes, Arsenal women's team. Um, we well, and would you mean more positive? They lost. They lost. They lost to Chelsea three 0 Yes, at Kings Meadow, we were knocked out of the the SSE Women's FA Cup after losing at Kings Meadow three 0 We were dominated through possession throughout, and they um, we dominated the possession throughout. And we created some dangerous chances, but the Blues were all too clinical and uh, on the counter. Bethany England's brace on five and fifty eight minutes, and Anderson's uh, on thirty nine, put uh, Arsenal to uh, Arsenal women's to the sword. But uh, we're playing Yeovil Town. It just kicked off uh, Yeovil Town um, at Meadow Park. Um, now, that's in the WSL, but on Sunday, which is, will be available on uh, BT Sports, and there is tickets available on, on the day as well, and Arsenal are putting on coaches if you wanted to go from uh, from the Emirates and from, uh, what's the service station on the M1, the first one? South Mims. No, not South Mims. It's not South Mims. They're going from... Oh shit! Uh, I, I know what it is because I've I've passed it loads of times. It's just before the M25. Uh, it's in, in between in between the A46 and the M25. 
um, there's a service station there and you can organise coach travel there. I think Arsenal are actually paying the coach travel if you wanted to go up uh, for the Continental Cup final against Manchester City. And giving a plug to another podcast, I was listening, there's a, a podcast that went up this this afternoon from uh, the boys at Ars, uh, Ars Blog. It was an Arscast special with Tim Sil- Tim Stillman, and um, Tim Stillman writes about the Arsenal women's and the women's football for uh, their website. And it was, it was a half hour, and he had an interview with um, uh, Leah Williamson, I think her name is. She's the, the defender. Really, really good. 15, 20 minutes uh, chatting to her, but he gave some insight to the game. Arsenal, they, they, they rebranded the, the, uh, the Continental Cup, which is uh, after the tyres. Um, and Arsenal have uh, won seven out of the 11 and we've been in uh no yeah we've won seven out of the 10 uh league cup finals the county cup finals since it was rebranded man city have won the other two um and arsenal or man city are going to be winning it this time so it seems to be the arsenal man man city cup hmm. but good luck to the girls i uh, hope they do well what did we make of the fa cup draw boys Boring. <laughs> Move not, on to it. Did, would you not like to see? I'd like to see maybe Wolves or Palace do something. I think Wolves could be an outside bet, a, a dark horse. They're, they're probably mm. one of the few that could possibly challenge a Man United or a Man, well, definitely Man United, but a Man United or a Man City in the final. Don't they've got so? yeah, they've got the ability to to turn up on the day, but yes, really the reason why people don't think that's going to happen is because it's not going to happen <laughs> yeah okay it's pretty straightforward really you know what I'm saying? it's boring i watched that i did watch the united and chelsea game and jesus it was a sight for sore eyes you know i didn't it was an awful game to watch so whatever the FA Cup's dead this season anyway this season it's our trophy it's like an ex-girlfriend it's dead to me <laughs> until, um, until next season as part of our Gooner ba- debate this time I actually put a, uh, a tweet out and we got little or no response on Twitter but on Facebook we got a few questions on, on Guns and Yellow Ribbons Facebook page but also on like us guys are all, all on Arsenal Fans Forum and uh, we got uh, some questions on there uh, Russ Morgan said due to the dip in form and results do you think Emery is losing the dressing room? No Nope No Move on. Okay. John Gregory asked, how much money and how many signings would it take in the next window to convince Arsenal fans that Kroenke means business? More than the other members of the top four. Good show. Good show. Um, Me personally, 150 mil and five top class players. 150 mil, that's 30 mil each. You probably won't get um, Zaka's right boot for that nowadays because it's ah, gone it on depends. so much. It depends where you go. If it we had, I don't know, uh, a transfer guru who manages to pick up these little diamond oh players and maybe gets the nickname of Diamond Die that might what? be able to pick these things up, maybe we might be able to get a few. Like Could in that the be summer. maybe Mislintat? Oh, yeah, someone like Mislintat, yeah. Oh, no, we've fucked that up, haven't we? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm someone, <laughs> someone in that line, is it Mark Overmars, says oh, uh, something about Sanchez coming back, or he'd be oh, welcome back. Fuck, fuck off. off. That makes he me not want Overmars in that director role. Yeah, yeah, it, makes me, yeah it makes me think, he'd, he'd bring the Stefan back. No, you no, went. You got your 500 grand a week, now fuck off. And after his goal celebration from the North Bank. Yeah, you can fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So we, we reckon, what? 150 million. How many players do you think we need? How many? How many? Bare minimum three. I'd rather spend 50 million pounds on each on three players. Name three 50 million pounds. Center off. Mm-hmm. Uh, left winger. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a solid left winger, and possibly uh, a Zaka replacement if we manage to get rid of him. Okay, and or, then, but, but then, plus buying uh, what's his face, uh, fake Ramsey, uh, Suarez. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, he does look like a young Aaron Ramsey, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He, he looks like Ramsey actually 
uh, went on holiday and sat by the by the pool, and that's what he looks like. He does look so much like him. But we've got we've got far more problems, and we we could go into it even probably even further. But uh, you need uh, competition for uh, Bellerin when he's back. Monreal's out of contract. Uh, Koscielny is out of contract. Obviously, Czech is gone. Um, Ramsey's gone. Ozil will either be on a beach for the next four years or gone. Uh, three, three's not even going to touch the sides. No, I would it, say it, five. Well, I, yeah, well, and it's on the bare minimum. minimum of three. Yeah, bare definitely. Minimum. But yeah, minimum three, max, max five. I can see. I, I, I would love to see us do what Liverpool have done and go to another Premier League team and poach their players. Personally. If I had the opportunity, three Premier League players, Ben Chilwell, Juan Bissaka yep. and Ducore. And then the other and then your left. Wa- Juan Bissaka is a gooner as well. Yeah, and he's a good young right back. He would challenge Bellerin when he would come back, you know what I mean? He would run you a lot of money, but they know the Premier League, they're young. Why the fuck not? You know, and then for your left winger, you can go abroad and you can find a you know a cheaper option. But I think we should start looking in the Premier League or even in the lower leagues. There's talk of Max Ahrens from um from Norwich, and uh this other guy called Che Adams. Che Adams, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, apparently us and uh, Chelsea are looking at him. Apparently, seventeen million. I'd, I haven't even seen him play. No, you're right. But apparently, he's been banging in goals in the Championship. I mean. Why not? I mean, we need to start looking, you know, at home, you know, as opposed to a Listen, if, if we're going to go to Birmingham, who are struggling, I'm, I, I, I keep an eye on Birmingham because my boss is uh, a Birmingham fan. They're struggling mid-table. They, they, they were nearly relegated last season. Uh, they got away, away by the skin of their teeth. They're struggling mid-table in the championship. They're not a great team. Uh, and we're thinking he's good enough to come to Arsenal. Well, why not go for one of the youth teams? Uh, uh, side and, and promote from within no we're saying you know you can look in house you don't always have to look abroad you know I mean what's that kid's name David Brooks Bournemouth yep. James Madison at Leicester you know they're good young players and they're doing well in the Premier League so you never know you can find gems down there it's all about having your scouting system on point you know it's better if you can buy these players and you can develop them I think it would be better for us in the long run and we would have to feel you know have to be under the quota you know the English players and this and that so especially if Welbeck goes oh. well Welbeck is going because his contract's not getting renewed and it, en- it ends at the end of this season travesty is that official yes oh I didn't know that the, cl- the, the, the club have come out and said that they're not signing him you should give well, them the expe- expe- wages well they're probably looking at um, promoting from within as you say to get the numbers up, but well, you you will have Reese Nelson come back. Um, Chambers we'll will come back. Death Deathrow come back. Deathrow. Uh, hopefully, he's going to have a really good uh, load. And I, re- I reckon he's going fo- to be playing Champions League football. Or he might get a chance at least playing Champions League football with Leipzig. Uh, we've Is got it? Mavropanos as mm-hmm. well. So are Leipzig's in, are Leipzig in the Champions League still. Uh, League? Oh, I think they dropped into the Europa, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, did, they, they did because I was hoping to draw them because, as you know, my daughter lives in Dresden and Dresden and Leipzig are only about an hour away. So I would have met up with Martin and we would have gone for a few beers. Who's who's opening yeah. loads of cracker beers or whatever? No, that was me. Sorry. I thought I muted. <laughs> so I think that the next question I had was from Mike Hardiman, which is to do with Willocks, uh, um, Inketia, Saka, Mavropanos. I think we've covered. That he just wanted to know who who would get into the first team regular next season, and I, you know, I think we said Willock definitely, Saka as you know on the wing maybe, and then maybe have uh, which side does Nelson play on? Could you have right. Saka? Oh, there we go. Yes, Saka centre, on the... and he play more behind the striker. At uh... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, when he's when he's on loan now, I reckon uh, Defro will probably go on loan again next season, uh, yeah. unless he unless uh, we get rid of. Ozil, which I very much doubt is going to happen, uh, the way the noises are coming out. I think we'll end up with uh, uh, Redefro out on loan again in Germany, which I don't think will be a bad thing. Personally. No, I mean, he's, he's 18. 
No, I think if he was to, if he was to go out on another loan, he would come back when he's what twenty years old. I think a bit more mature, you know, played in the in a hard league with you know bigger players. Um, he would have paid his dues, and it would give us enough time to get rid of your Nennies, your Jackers, your Mkhitaryans, and your Ozils. So there will be a spot for him, hopefully. Okay, but but with the signings, the poor signings we made, which Charlie Nichols has said, um, and this is Jason Atkinson's uh, question, um, with the likes of Listiner, with the likes of Socrates has come into criticism, I don't know why, but with the Shakas and Mustafis and so on, um, is the, and the signs of lack of funds are, is, is it Emery's vision? And if if we will Emery be given enough time to allow us to get rid of all of those players? Charlie Nicholas was talking out of his ass crack, right? Because I'm going to come to you guys and ask this question, right? Do you think that those players were Emery players, or do you think that those deals were set up before he signed his deal? I think the only player that was an Emery player was Abamyang. Uh, why did you just do that? Because he was going to say that other one. <laughs> <laughs> so, seriously, he just wrong scored an own goal there. He just scored an own goal. Bloody hell. Who was talking? The, Johnny, Johnny was. The only player that... I I, I, um, I think the only player that possibly... Uh, Torreira, but Guendouzi is the only one that uh, was directly his signing. So, so you you guys agree that apart from Guendouzi, the other four weren't really Emery signings? No, I think were... it was it was part of the collective or whatever the fuck they called it. Um, but no, I don't think it was a soul. I think Guendouzi was basically Emery saying, "Look, I got this kid. Ten, this is my idea. I want this guy." Million. I, I would have thought Gwendozi would have been million. more a Mislin tap sort of side. Take the sixty million. We won't get it back, Ferg. If they think that we're going to get sixty million for him, right? They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna let us put it straight back in the kitty, are they? The fucking cronkies. No, take the they, they'll million. spend. They're going to offer sixty fucking million for him. It's PSG at the end of the day, and it goes towards their homegrown quota because he came through their um, academy. I don't think it's, it's bullshit, man. Yeah, it's gosh, it's bullshit. F- it's bullshit. That, that, that came out of nowhere. But the, the point the point we're making here is Charlie Nicholas was talking out of his ass. If Emery is, is the head coach, <laughs> true. If he's the head coach, right, and if his job is to focus solely on the team, and bear in mind this was in the summer, I don't think he had much input on you know the players that were coming in apart from like you guys say Gwendozi so what the fuck is he talking about he hasn't had the opportunity to get his players in well he's brought, this, one, he's brought one of his players in which is recently was is Suarez but that's yeah. about and it and that was a struggle in itself uh, yeah wasn't it just but Lichsteiner, fucking hell! Whoever's decision that was needs to be sacked. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? I I understood. Uh, on paper, I understood the logic. On paper, yes. it was a good signing. In in actuality, and he's, he didn't live up to it. Yeah, and he's a, he's a one year with a one year option, so he's gone at the end of the season. Unless we're that desperate, and we might come along and just keep him as a squad player for next year. Because man, no, 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 no. no, no. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Earlier in the season, you got you're dismissing the guy because of his performances on the pitch. But a player is more than just the ninety minutes he puts on the pitch. Or exactly. The, what he does in the dressing room. What he what does he on ta- the sideline. Players have come out and said. That his experience and his he's 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 won things. There's young players in our squad that haven't played with players that have won things. You know what I mean? And he his influence in the dressing room of having an unarmed round a player and so on is invaluable. And we so can't dismiss him. And, out and, out. and also, and also, even just putting the player up against the wall and go like, for fuck's sake, you 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 go back to that. What was them? Um... I'm happy to pay him hundred grand a week to do that. What was the I'll do that Tony- for hundred grand a fucking week. Damn yes. right. Did you know? Th- th- does that mean where Tony Adams put um, Lee Dixon? Was it Lee Dixon up against the yeah. wall? Yeah. And says to him, "We don't lose this game." Well, Tony Adams can play. Day. Exactly. If if that's going to be the but, case, but, then get but, him to but, retire but, but, and hire him ha- as a coach. Ha- hang on. Listiner can play. Breach. <laughs> L- L- Listiner can play. He can play. He's I'll just. He's just. 
I think the Premier League is that little bit too far from. Listen, you guys, and I, I, I can't remember which ones. There was earlier podcasts, early in the season, we we're going. He's a tank. He can just run up and down that uh, touchline, up and down, that, up and that down. That is what down. he was renowned for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll hold my hands up and say, yeah. You know what I mean? I think we said it before, and we said someone needs to check his birth certificate. You know what I mean? Because he was flying up and down the pitch. He was making some good tackles, but I think. Maybe two or three games. There was for two or three games, but since then, what's he been doing? We found out that he's got a fifty pence head. We found out he's puffing and panting at the fucking sidelines all the time. He can't. He can't run back anymore. He's lost his legs. So it's like, well, now's the time to maybe think he should be retiring at the end of the season. We shouldn't even give him an option to sign on for another year. And like Manny just said, if if that's the case, he's doing well in the dressing room and everything. Hire him as a fucking coach. No, 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 I, I, I get exactly what you're saying, but uh, the thing that has, you said what changed, what changed is we lost holding. So we've got um, uh, Koscielny back, who's iffy at the best of times, because at Huddersfield, he was the guy playing uh, everyone on side for uh, their, uh, for their, plenty of their goal attempts and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you've lost Bellerin, so there's no, where the ball might not have gone out to, to Listiner when he was played on the left. Um, they probably sent it out to Bellerin, and then Bellerin's out, so they got no outlet. So there's, there was more pressure on him to do it, and you know, I, I think it's a stretch too far from. But I think if we are still slightly desperate, and we, he could be good as a reserve, reserve, reserve sort of thing in the background for next season. I'd rather not. I'd rather that we're going buying a replacement. I think if you're going to spend 100 grand a week on someone, then yeah, you need a replacement. He, he shouldn't be an option in that sort of it's sense. It's only a million. It's one point. What, what is, what's that? Uh, five million pounds. You ain't going to buy anybody for five million pounds of any decent quality. I'm sure there's other players at this moment in time coming up to the end of their contracts who are quite good that no one's really looked into. Well, I haven't anyway. But I'm sure there is players going to be out there who's coming up to the end of the contracts. It's, you know what I mean? There's plen- there will be plenty of them kicking about. Uh, who are just as good, or even if not better than some of the players that we have, and I'm sure we can get some on a free. So that's, you know, what I mean that's always about. Uh, no one expected us to sign Lich signer, did they? I didn't, I didn't even know he was available on a free until we found out that we found out that we were signing him. Mm, that's true. So it, it's just one of them things with that, and I think I think the real issue that we've got is in the in the, especially in the defence, and people always forget this. I think Steve Bold's a real fucking issue in this. Not the players itself. I, 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 I honestly think, do. I, I, I think, think it's Steve, the training and the coaching at the minute that I think is the real issue. I don't, I think I don't think Bold has any influence on the club whatsoever. I think he's there as a figurehead to the previous legacy. Ian Wright was interviewed on I don't know if it was Ask Blog or on uh, uh, another um, podcast or radio station. I was talk listening shite. to. Uh, no, it wasn't talk. He doesn't do talk shite that much. Oh, I don't five, know. He does five live, and he does um, uh, he does he does ask blog every every now and then. But I think it was ask blog, and he said um, they've got a lot of, a lot of shout outs on this one today. Um, uh, he he said he was surprised when he got the phone call. He thought he was gone with all Wenger's Wenger stuff. I think he's there as a figurehead to transition old Arsenal to Emery Arsenal. So. Mm. Um, listen, the final question. Uh, we've already covered Jay Southwards, one of the legitimate candidates for director, besides uh, Monchi and Overmar. Do you, can you, Monchi, for me, I'm not overly keen on the idea of Overmar. Anybody else got any other thoughts? Well, after you? Overmar's like Monchi and Sanchez, I'm going to say Monchi. Okay. okay. Yeah, Monchi as well. And Daryl Squire says, are we being unrealistic thinking we are a top four are um, Europa League contenders, or should we be considering we are the only club in the whole of the Premier League whose owners have not invested a single penny in the club, and as a result, we couldn't afford to buy anyone in the last window? I think we clarified, on that, and I did put a link uh, to Dal on his question about why we couldn't buy anybody in the last window, and I think we've covered on that. But are, are we being unrealistic? Thinking that we're top four contenders, or that we can win the Europa League? No, no, no. I don't think so. I mean, we've got a manager who's won it three times in a row. We're one point off top four. Um, so at the moment, unless we really fuck up in the next month or so, then no, we should 
definitely be thinking that we're good enough to go deep into the Europa League and that we can make a dent in you know for the top four, especially considering that we've got to play United still and our run of fixtures, touch wood, is decent compared to the others. So no, at the moment we should definitely be thinking that that you know we can challenge on both fronts. And Chelsea are imploding as well. Oh fuck them. I'm loving watching them, you know, <laughs> trip up and, and Sorry, sink. we want you to stay. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely keep him. Oh, dear. Anybody else got anything to add on what um, Manny said? No, I think Manny covered it for me. Okay. Right. Bold bid Bill Bradford has a little bit of a game at the end. Has given us three names and you got to sell, loan or keep. Okay. Granite Shaka. Oh Lord. Sell, sell, sell. Can you only you can you you know the three options, can you only use them once? Yes. Okay. You got name all three options. Yeah, go give us all three then. That's how the game works, Fergus. Okay. You know, our, all our, all us people that were born in this century. You know <laughs> We know you, how Kiss Mary Avoid is. You weren't born in this century. In the last century, I mean. I was born in the last century. Yeah, 1900s. I was born in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. 1971. Keep up. Double, double winning year. Uh, Ozil Awobi Shaka. Sell, loan, keep. You decide. Oh, he's going first. Go on, Johnny, since you're so fucking cheeky. And I, you know what? <laughs> on that note, <sighs> oh, I'm having a beer. Here we go. So I would uh, sell Ozil for £250 million because they're making this game up now. <laughs> Uh, I would keep Iwobi because he's a Nigerian Messi, and I would loan out. <laughs> and uh, I would I would loan out um, Zaka to uh, Chelsea because it would make him even worse. Oh, imagine that! Fucking hell! <laughs> I can't top that, you know. Who's would Zaka get into fucking Norwich? <laughs> no, no, probably not. <laughs> right, go on, uh, Mike. Your three and your outrageous reasons and uh, of why oh, you would sell. God, I wasn't even going to go with the outrageous reasons. I was just going to say what it is. Uh, he said. He said. I keep you. I keep you. Serious. I keep you. Will be. I'm going to. I'll be serious. I'll keep you. Will be. My sell jacket. Yeah, and loan Özil. I'll try and loan Özil just for the just for the two years, just so he's out of contract. Because no that, one, that, no one's do a hammers on him. So that's what my serious answers would have been. But, uh, oh, if you uh, want my so. stupid answer, I'll sell the fucking lot of them. You want me to be my serious? I'll say sell the fucking lot. They're all sh- fucking useless. Bye, Manny. Anything to uh, add? Um, I would keep it. Will be fuck you the, to the haters. Um, loan. Ozil, do a Hamish Rodriguez, and Xhaka, I would throw him out the fucking door like Uncle <laughs> Phil used to do to Jazz in the first <laughs> Love that Fuck reference. That my, my, my ones would be, I would loan Awobi and get him somewhere he can get uh, uh, a lot of first-team football and be the main man and build his confidence back up again like he was at the beginning of the season. Um, I'm I, sure they'll take him in Nigeria. There's I like would, a god over there now. <laughs> I I would keep Shaka uh, because I definitely would sell Ozil. The fact that you would keep Shaka, you you need to put that beer down. Uh, the only reason I keep Shaka, I have to use the keep somewhere, and okay. I think it will be is he's only twenty two. He can come good if he gets somewhere and gets a run and gets some football and, and and gets to be the main man at some point. Ozil, he's done for me, so I've got no option but to keep Shaka. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Furry muff. Oh. Mm. <laughs> let's, let's keep preferences out of it, eh? <laughs> if I'm not picking things out of my teeth, I've not had a good time. Stop talking about you and Trev. Oh. <laughs> we have got. Uh, listen, boys, when you come up this, ta- this way next time, we have got a good kebab shop, just on that notice. A new, a new Turkish restaurant uh, up the road from us, so 
definitely. When is the next uh, live blog so we can we'll have to, tease we'll everybody? Have, we'll have to do. We'll have to try and plan something, won't we? Uh, and I don't know whether do it before a game and uh, you know in a bar or up here or I don't know. I, I'm going to try something with you guys, and I'm going to try a different platform to try and see if we can do some video stuff. So we might be able to do um, even if we're sitting live, but we can do it. Uh, by video that, that people can see us here with our stupid fucking headsets and glasses and beers and stuff like that. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, that'd be cool. Yeah, we, we, we've got to try something over the next, maybe over the weekend or something, we'll just try and test it out. Mm-hmm. Boys, listen, we've overrun nearly. Um, thank you very much. Uh, more, more than that, and more than you guys, um, always thank you, but thank you, Ross. Thank you, John, Jason, Mike, Daryl, JC, Bill, uh, you know, uh, Mark, all of you for putting your questions in. We really appreciate them. We did have some others from other people, but to be honest, we wouldn't be able to fit them in. And some of them were so ozil heavy that uh, even trying to avoid it, we talked even too much about them. Um, you have been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, uh, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. You can check us out on Guns and Yellow Ribbons on Facebook, Guns and Ribbons on Twitter, Instagram as well, I think. Didn't get many pictures from um, from Minsk, but they probably weren't approved pictures, were they, Johnny? Well, as soon as it was, I think it was six pounds a megabyte, uh, I turned my roaming off as soon as I landed, and it still cost me £4.80. Oh, shit. Okay, just to, just to land and turn off. <laughs> Literally, I landed, I got the text, yeah, uh, one, uh, one megabyte is six pounds. I was like, eh, turn that off, and I still cost me nearly a fiver. So yeah, fuck that. Fu- yeah, fuck that indeed. Listen, you've been uh, been great, guys. Up the arse. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons, and remember to rate and review us too. Up the Arsenal.